In the summer of 1987, a young woman with high cheekbones and long rope-like black hair picked up the telephone. She was striking and of mixed race, with a father who was Native American and a mother who was black and Jewish. Her name was Esau, but everyone called her Pinky. The story went that when she was born, the doctor was confused by the little girl's light skin and narrow eyes. He asked Esau's mother, Is the father oriental? Her mother quipped, No, but I ate Chinese food last night. Mama Snipes was a performer who would still be doing raunchy stand-up comedy into her 90s. She looked down at her daughter's pink skin and what she called her chinky eyes and called the child Pinky. Pinky was in an apartment on 22nd Street in Manhattan's Chelsea neighborhood when she picked up the phone to call the party line that night. This was before the Internet, before chat rooms. The goofball TV ads for party lines were just about the most visible thing on the air in New York the late 80s, second only, maybe, to the schlock electronic store ads put out by famed pitchmeister and conman Crazy Eddie Antar. The chat line wasn't expensive. It was a flat rate, $3 per call. You could talk all night if you met someone. Pinky put her ear to the phone. Hello? A deep voice answered. Yeah, hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. What's your name? Eric. What's yours? Pinky. Eric said hi again. Things were going well, but then Pinky asked, Eric, how old are you? Eighteen. He was not quite seventeen. And I thought, he's too young, Pinky recalls today. So I said, next, and left him behind. She moved on and talked to a few more guys on the line, but none of them impressed her. There were even a few racist chatters, she remembers. They were idiots, she says now, laughing. So I said, Eric, are you still there? Yeah, he said. Well, you can take my personal number and we can talk on our personal line. Eric Garner brightened and took Pinky's number and called right back. He was living at his grandmother's high-rise apartment in the Coney Island houses at the time. He always spent holidays and summers at his grandmother's project home near the famed beachfront amusement park. He stayed on the phone with Pinky Snipes for hours that night, talking about all sorts of things, but mostly about his family. He spoke about his mother, and about how, without his father in the house, Elliot Garner had died when Eric was five, he felt like he had to be the man in the place, the disciplinarian. He had a brother and a sister, and also lived with two young cousins whose parents had died and had moved in with Eric's mother. He talked a lot about that, about feeling the responsibility, being responsible before he was responsible, if that makes sense, she says. He'd tell his little sister to do something, and she'd say, You're not my daddy. And he'd say, But I'm your big brother. You've got to listen to me. There is a story in family legend that Eric's little sister, Alicia, once had a boy call the family's Brooklyn apartment while she was still in elementary school. Eric took the phone and hung up on him. When she ran to complain to her mother, Eric hung up on my friend. Her big brother snapped back, You shouldn't have boys calling you he said. You're still seeing a pediatric doctor. 
Eric went on and on to Pinky that night, about things that interested her and things that didn't. He talked about cars. He wanted to be a mechanic and talked about going to a technical school in Ohio to study diesel engines. Pinky, for her part, talked a little less. She didn't tell Eric right away that she had a baby daughter named Chardonnay or that she was several months pregnant with another child from a man she'd already broken up with. Their conversation went on so long that Eric's grandmother intervened. Get off the phone, Pinky heard her shouting. Finally, he said, I want to take you on a date. Well, Pinky said, I have a child. Eric didn't hesitate. They will go somewhere kid-friendly, he said. Pinky didn't spend much time preparing for their first date. She made him straight after a shift scooping ice cream, her nine-month-old daughter in tow. I was working at the time at a haagen in Grand Central Station, she remembers. So I had on a red haagen sweatshirt, jeans, and sneakers. When I get off the train at Coney Island, here comes Eric in dress pants, a dress shirt, and nice shoes. She told Eric she didn't expect him to be so dressed up. I wanted to make a good impression, he told her. They went to the kiddie park at Coney Island. It was a warm evening and you could smell the ocean. They took her baby Chardonnay on all the rides, the pony carts, the jumping motorcycles, the fire engines, and the dizzy dragons. After a little while, Pinky got bored with the kid stuff. She decided to take Eric on some rides she wanted to go on, starting with the Tilt-A-Whirl. 